So there's this thing called Star Wars. You've heard of it before. For those of you who haven't or don't know exactly kind of how it all has played out, basically it comes in three different trilogies over the last five decades, starting in 1977. And the original trilogy was much loved, which is what sparked a prequel of trilogies that came out in the late 90s and early 2000s. And most people want to kind of forget that they ever existed because they thought that they were so terrible. And then recently, a trilogy of sequels has come out to try to wrap up the whole story together. And they're a little bit better than the prequels, but they're still not nearly as good as the original trilogy. Why? Why was the original trilogy so captivating for everyone and everything that's come since just doesn't quite muster up. Everybody has a million opinions, so I'll give you mine. It's the story. See, the original story captivated people. This whole world in space and the story of Luke Skywalker coming from nowhere and becoming this great Jedi and his self-discovery, it's a story that captivated people and with everything that came around it then what happened after that is to try to keep up with the way that that captivated everybody, what they had to do is try to entertain us. And so the story was based on trying to recapture what was originally present in that story. And they could never quite capture it again. And it really wasn't about the story anymore. Storytelling is super important in our life as humans. It's essential to the way that we hand things on and the way that we deepen our introspection and understanding of the world around us. Storytelling is key. I think it's part of the reason why Maritimers are such fun people to be around because they're great storytellers. I still remember one night after a funeral of my great uncle, my uncle and one of my dad's cousin's husband we just sat there for hours and they just tried one-upping each other on stories all night and just had us in stitches, just telling stories because they were just great at telling stories. It's the reason why we watch movies and TV shows and read books. It's because we're captivated by these storytelling. It's the reason why the homilies that I seem to get most comments about are ones where there's a story involved, which is ironic because there's no story in tonight's homily. Jesus told stories to teach. The parables are stories to try to draw people into the mystery of the gospel. Why are stories so important? Because they help us contemplate human life. And through our imagination, they draw us into that. But there's a modern-day threat to storytelling. And yes, this is the priest giving the doom and gloom about technology. But it's true. Technology has really taken away our ability to tell stories. And I think for two reasons. One, everything happens so fast there's no time to tell a story anymore. Something like Instagram where you just post a picture of something that's going on in your life. They've even tried to adapt it so that they can tell stories. You have Instagram stories 
which allows you to put a sequence of pictures one after another to try to tell the story of your day or whatever event you're at. But it still doesn't tell the story. All it is is images and nothing more. Technology has taken away the willingness to have the time to sit down and listen to a story. And the second is that it's taken away the substance of storytelling. When we binge watch TV shows, we're not really looking for substance, we're just looking to be titillated and entertained, and not really to enter into the depth of the story that's being told. The time and the substance are taken away and it hinders our ability to tell stories, but we know that stories are important. I bet you just about every one of you here could tell me after Mass what your favorite childhood story was. We all have one, and it sticks with us, because it says something to us. It's taught us something. It's captured our imagination in some way for some important reason. Storytelling is important. Why? Because it draws us into something that's bigger than ourselves. This is our story. This is our story as Christians. But do we know it? Do we know our story? Yes, you've heard the readings from Scripture, you come to Mass, but do you know the story? Because when we come to Mass, the way that the readings are laid out for us as Catholics, it presumes that we know the story already. If you come to listen to the Scriptures to learn the story of the Christian life, it's not enough. You won't know the story. I think of a friend of mine who's a priest on Vancouver Island, he loved the first Ghostbusters movie so much, he can actually recite the movie verbatim. Now, I've never actually tested it, because after five minutes of him going, I just say, okay, I, I believe you. But he knows the story so well, he can speak it verbatim. Do we know our story? Because there's an ancient quote from St. Jerome that says, ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. To be ignorant of our stories, to be ignorant of Jesus who is our salvation and is the source of our faith. Do we know our story? Because this is the story that we are part of. It's why we come back to the Word of God again and again. This is our life as Christians that's supposed to help us contemplate what it means to be human and our purpose and draw in our imagination into this life that God has offered for us. So think about scripture in this way. The book of Genesis is like our origin story. It's where we come from. It's our reason for being. It's our purpose in life. Do we know the stories of Genesis beyond just Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel? The Psalms that we hear every time we come to Mass, that we sing every time to, we come to Mass, there is a Psalm for every mood that you are in. Whether it's anger or sorrow or fear or joy or confusion or frustration, there is a Psalm for every emotion. It's the prayer of the Israelites. And we're drawn into that prayer to God for every state of our life. Do you know all of them? Can you turn to one whenever you feel a particular way to help you pray? 
is how do you pray when you're angry? Wisdom literature, multiple books of wisdom. There are inspirational quotes. You don't have to go online on Facebook or somewhere to find an inspirational quote to carry you through the next couple of months. Wisdom literature is full of that inspiration into the human condition and how we move forward. The prophets. The prophets are drama and the historical books. They tell us about the messiness of human life and of how God has played a role in bringing us to today. If you like dramas on TV, if you like dramas in books, the prophets are perfect to draw into, to see how God is present in the messiness of human life. The Gospels, obviously about Jesus. It's our superhero story. That's what it is. Drawing into this character of Jesus who is our Savior from whatever ails us. And then the letters that come after. It's like the director's commentary for all the movies. It describes and unpacks for us what the intended meaning is of everything that has been portrayed for us. Because what we hear from St. Paul today and from Jesus, St. Paul tells the Corinthians, I did not come to baptize, I came to proclaim the gospel. And Jesus, before he does anything else, he goes proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. Because before anything else comes for us in our life of faith, first comes the story. It's the story that we are a part of. That we become baptized into this story that captivates us and draws us into this life that is bigger than us. So do you know our story? Do you know scripture? Because Archbishop Smith, I'm not with him that much, but I'm with him more than most. He says the same thing in his homilies all the time. Who are you listening to? He says that at every confirmation mass and often comes up in his Sunday homilies. Who are you listening to? Because stories shape our life regardless of where they come from. So which stories are you listening to? Which stories are you letting shape the way that you live? Because that's the way that we're made as human beings. Stories teach us. Stories shape us. So who are you listening to? Will you give scripture a chance in your life? It seems daunting. It's a huge book. Where do you start? Well, tonight or tomorrow night, tomorrow, grab your Bible. We all have one. Probably don't open it up as much as we should. Grab your Bible. Always start with the Gospels. If you want the shortest one and the most succinct one, go to Mark. Mark is the quickest. Just read the life of Jesus. Start there. Start with that story. Or if you want another way to go about it, the Word Among Us, Living with Christ, it gives the daily readings that we have at Mass, whether you come to Mass or not. Just read them with breakfast. As you're eating your breakfast in the morning, read the Gospel for the day. Given to you already a certain section, our story, the story of Christ. Give it a chance in your life. Give it a chance to form and shape the story of your life that you're in. Why? Because 
unless we contemplate through our imagination, we will not know God. And Jesus says, there are many who will come to me at the end and will say, Lord, Lord, and I will say to them, I did not know you. Because we don't know our story. We don't know God. We need to give him room in our life. We need to let ourselves be part of the story that God is unraveling for us from the time of the Israelites to the time of Christ to today. So, on this weekend of the Word of God, ask yourself, where does Scripture play a role in your life? And then just take a small step toward it at breakfast, the 30 seconds that it takes to read the Gospel for the day. Because if we don't know our story, then we don't know Jesus. And Jesus is the heart of our whole life as Christians.